1: Let's get to our guests now. Tu Hai Chao is head of Fixed Income Asia, joining us from Rebecca here in Singapore to talk all things China and specifically the bond market. Wanted to get your broader thoughts, though, on the overall economy as we're continuing to face so many headwinds. And now we're seeing uh, the Chinese province of Sichuan extending these industrial power cuts to some users. This really lies into the effect of what more uh, stimulus we can expect to see from authorities today. It's the LPR, but what's your view in terms of, of further stimulus we can see here?
2: Yes, I think we, we think um, that it's going to have to look beyond monetary policies. And I mean, 10 basis point, I don't think
0: mm. is
2: um, going to be significant, given that we've seen most of the data is saying that actually demand for credit isn't the problem. Uh, you know, there isn't any demand for much credit. What You know, you're saying the cost of credit isn't the problem. So what we're looking for is for them to uh, go beyond this and actually start look, giving us some uh, more fiscal stimulus, preferably from the central government.
1: And what would that look like? What would you expect there?
2: I think we'd like, uh, obviously, more infrastructure spend. We'd like a much more concerted, uh, coordinated effort to help the, um, you know, the property sector. I know that there's lots that have um, been announced, but I think that, you know, we can definitely see that with, from the data we're seeing is that that's not really feeding through, and you know, on. Um, the physical market has to turn around before we can get much more confidence that the economy is on a more steady foot.
1: Uh, Ed was talking there in the news about Singapore relaxing some of the COVID restrictions which will pretty much bring Singapore back to pre-pandemic levels Mm -hmm. then and that has been a very vast turnaround in the last year when we still had borders shut this time last year. When do you see China making such an incredible pivot and how is that going to change the dial here in terms of opening up the economy and and creating broader economic growth when we're so far from that five and a half percent target?
2: Yes I think uh, it's it's gonna to have to um, depend a lot on if they can get the vaccination a bit better. And of course, maybe potentially some um, some drugs that would be help, you know, uh, helpful for, for the COVID situation for those who have not been vaccinated. So I think, I mean, what I'm hearing is that that, that could be on the cards for uh, early part of next year, uh, obviously after the the National Party of Congress as well. So I think that could be what we're looking at to see where things could really turn around for COVID policy. Um, and I think sometimes when we're feeling very low about China, I remind myself that only January this year I was feeling very depressed about Singapore, and okay. thinking, are we ever going to to resume normality? And what we do see is that when we do resume normality, it happens very quick and very fast. And I think that's the, that's what we have to kind of hold on to the fact that yeah, once things are very... in place, we can turn around very quickly. <laughs>
1: A very fast turnaround here in in Singapore, but when it comes to the overall Chinese economic outlook, what what is your forecast there in terms of growth? I mean, the five and a half percent target has certainly been ditched, but are you more in that band of say 4.5 percent? What's your outlook for China?
2: Yeah, much closer to the three uh, handle than a four handle, given you know everything we've seen, and given the fact that some of these things are beyond their control as well. Uh, particularly as you mentioned, Shuchuan, the climate issue. I think we're beginning. I mean to look at climate, um, not only um, here in China, but even, you know, when we look across Europe, you know, it is a big factor, uh, one that I think could actually uh, be much, have a much more longer impact on inflation. Um, when we think about particularly this region, in, uh, food inflation will be very, very key. And some of these climate risks that we're seeing, you know, could have uh, quite a, a major Impact on that and particularly you know as to say the harvest season now but this feeds into next year and of course uh, the gas prices on fertilizers so again uh, climate inflation still very much on the radar for this region.
1: All right let's talk about the China bond market when you look at uh, shares in China they're down about six percent over the past month whereas an MSCI gauge tracking the rest of developing markets is up about seven percent and it's similar in the bond market with Chinese debt up just about to one percent compared with a four percent return for from- emerging markets when does that I guess divergence change
2: um, I think we need to see the physical market uh, particularly for property in China to turn to around and that's gonna be very difficult as we mentioned talked a little bit earlier about COVID policy right so you can put uh, stimulus and stuff in place but you know until people have confidence in uh, that uh, in the economy and the physical market is better I think that's hard that's the first step that, that needs to get taken and then obviously uh, um, a number of steps that can be done in policy again uh, some fiscal stimulus I mentioned as well as much more coordinated uh, policy around funding uh, these are all those things that would need to help you know give um, that set- sector a much firmer footing and then of course h- hopefully uh, feed through to the rest of the economy but none so of those lot things of it... are quite there <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah a lot of it is about the property sector as you say uh, mm-hmm. when do you see a potential peak in defaults and I guess the worst behind us in the property sector
2: Um, I mean, the the defaults are pretty, you know, uh, they're high already and hopefully we are definitely at the bottom, if if, you know, if not, um, and certainly for the policymakers that that is, their direction is definitely to make sure that, you know, we don't decelerate anymore and and hopefully turn around. Uh, But I said, what can determine that is going to be the physical market. And that is still very cloudy at this moment. Um, It's not very clear. uh, All right. So we're looking at the conditions.
1: Hmm. Tuha, we're looking ahead to Jackson Hole 2 and what we're going to hear from the hmm. Fed and how that plays into the rest of uh, the globe, I guess. You're talking yeah. about looking for some opportunity in, in some other EMs, but also in Indian high yield. Tell us what you like there.
2: Yeah, but I mean, I think we, I mean, the Indian economy is holding up quite well. The uh, commodity, I mean, certainly with the oil a bit uh, lower, that's, that's helpful for that. But I think just structurally, some of the, uh, companies there are, are just kind of quite well positioned, particularly the debt market. Some of the steel uh, companies that we're looking at there and, um, and a lot of the um, renewables, you know, again, very structurally uh, good, strong demand, and they're feeding into the whole idea that climate uh, mitigation, climate risk is, is going to be something that uh, you know, is big uh, on investors' minds.
1: If we do see the Fed succeed in clamping down on inflation without causing Mm. a recession, what kind of areas of Asian credit do you see as benefiting here?
2: so I'd say most uh, most of Asia uh, credit would be actually a big benefit and the IG obviously um, segment doing very well most of the companies there including Chinese companies would actually even benefit uh, from that because um, you know despite the slowing uh, of the economy and in terms of the most of the investment grade the the fundamentals are uh, so the of the, the companies themselves are actually quite quite strong so that could that would also benefit and say within high yield segments of it uh, away from um, you know commodity names in Indonesia, in um, India, all benefiting, the only area that's a very idiosyncratic will be Chinese property. And that's going to need um, you know, very much more Chinese uh, policy makers to, to work on that side.
1: And are you confident that the Fed is going to achieve its target or are we facing potentially a, a big, deep recession?
2: I, I actually uh, think that they are doing the right thing, certainly they're giving the market the the a very strong signal that they do not want inflation um, expectations to be embedded. And if that caused the market to wobble, it's probably gonna be better than it would be if they let inflation out of control. So I think of the two evils, I think tackling inflation is probably going to be much more better for the market in the long run. And certainly to make sure that we don't get embedded.
1: Tuha, it's been great to have you on. Thank you so much for your insights. Tuha Chow is Head of Fixed Income Asia. Rebecca joining us from Singapore here on Bloomberg Daybreak Asia.